Okay, half a day. Welcome to Fanatsu. Um, you're, I mean, you're still watching Fanatsu. You may uh, be wondering where's Maget. He's uh, in the background today. Uh, si Larry, or you may know me as Siguenzama. I've been uh, helping out behind the scenes with Fanatsu. I've been an audio producer. Um, so today our, we have some very special guests, very talented uh, musical duo. <laughs> Uh, they go by the name of Microchild. And um, before we get to them, I would just like to remind all those uh, viewing right now, if you're not already subscribed to our Patreon account, um, we do have three tiers, the Hatsa Hugo Tulu. Um, with the Hatsa, that's $1 or more per month, uh, and that just includes the free show, just uh, your generosity, much appreciated with that. <laughs> um, then we have our Hugo tier, which is $10 or more a month, which includes the Radical History segment. And then we have our Tulu tier, which includes the um, Radical Readings. And that's all done by uh, Senor Menget. Um, and then before we uh, continue again, I'd also like to uh, bring attention to something going on. Um, hold on, let me put it on screen. So we have this uh, Dos Mit March um, called Fanogi March uh, of Chamorro Self-Determination. It's going on Monday, September 2nd, 2019 um, from 9 to 11 a.m. And we are going to meet at Adaloop and try and form a 2,000 people march uh, leading up all the way to the district court and back um, just in response to the uh, Davis case and showing that self-determination really is for the Chamorro people, for the native inhabitants, those that were uh, made US citizens through the Organic Act of 1950. Uh, so please, if you can, uh, spread the word. Um, we're trying to get a big showing and just show you know, that we do matter, our voice matters, and we want our rights. And so, bring it back to screen. Okay, so yeah, we have Shannon McManus here and uh, John Glazer um, from Michael Chan. <laughs> 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 um, so would you guys want to introduce yourselves first? Or um, sure. Half day, Guahusi Shannon. We uh, just released our um, album, our nine track album. Um, that we uh, recorded um, and produced and mastered here in Guam. So it was all, uh, yes, to two hand fresh. John Glazer, Iyasaguahu, recorded the album. Uh, we did it all out of our um, house, and uh, <laughs> which probably explains some of the. Uh <laughs> Technical, uh, well, no. But, um, yeah, we're really excited. We recently debuted our album at the uh, Guam Museum last Sunday, Sunday evening. And, um, yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, everyone showed up. I thought it was just going to be, like, my aunties. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess people read the paper or something. <laughs> but, um, no, it's been exciting because the reception's been, been really nice and people seem to yeah, identify. Yeah, definitely. Ever since... You guys released your Bonitu uh, music oh video. Oh, yeah, 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 the, really the single, yeah. Yeah, really gained a lot of attention. And, um, you know, even 
going to your concert, it was really amazing to see the turnout in that event and just the support, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh I man. remember we were talking after the show, <laughs> we were like, well, there's some people here that we didn't really expect. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, uh, who told you about this? But, um, yeah, no, you you guys were such a great help. Lawrence uh, packed up the entire stage and took all the, our uh, stuff back to our house. <laughs> Came through with his truck. Came through with his truck. It's always nice to have uh, Chetlu with a and truck. His, his, <laughs> his bed had a cover, too. It was yes, raining that night, your so truck I mean also had um, it's like a hard top. Shout I've out. never seen that in my life. And thank you to our patrons. I was able to get that truck. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Your money's going to a great cause. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was really a, a beautiful show. Um, I also thank really you. enjoyed how you guys were able to incorporate the Micro Child uh, anthology, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was your, your uncle? Yeah, so um, my grandfather's brother, Valentine Sengabao, uh, was a prolific writer in the 1970s, around the time uh, the Trust Territory was kind of like mm. happening, mm. and um, um, he he wrote a lot on the themes of like decolonization, culture, yeah. um, just the political, um, all of the the environment that was surrounding that time, where mm. all of the different um, islands of Micronesia were kind of going through their own self determination yeah. processes, mm. and um, here we are, you know, as Chamorros, and we're still, we still have yet to have that opportunity. Yeah. So a lot of the songs, we wanted it to reflect kind of those themes and, mm-hmm. like, you know, what it feels like to be a Chamorro person who identifies as a Micronesian person, not just as an American. <laughs> and it was very interesting, too, with the timing, huh? With the yeah, the with the show the yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. cry the whole Maybe time. Maybe that's why I was so emotional listening to the <laughs> Yeah, <whole time. laughs> it was super emotional. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, the song Bonitu is kind of a reflection of one of the poems we read at the show. It's mm-hmm. called Nyadalo, uh, or Where the the Spirit of the Dead Reside. Yeah. And, um, you know, that might seem like a kind of macabre, like weird thing for Westerners, but mm-hmm. we're like super cool with all our dead. <laughs> 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 they're like, you know, they're like, we, you know, we invoke their presence all the time, you know, when we talk about the Taltumotna or just our ancestors. And I wanted to write a song that kind of reflected that, like the the closeness that we have with our ancestors, but yeah. they're not really gone. And that's kind of what Bonitu is born out mm. of. So would you guys like to play, play it? it now? Or? Well, we <laughs> sure. have these instruments. Too. <laughs> 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 oh, John's turning on the charm, guys. Viva Gani Heights. Yeah, sure. So this is Bonitu.
all my dad my dad just learned how to use emojis like <laughs> yep <laughs> like maybe cats with hard eyes somebody, somebody wrote gas pain and a fire emoji oh the fire <laughs> emoji <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite emoji i use that liberally <laughs> yeah thanks guys um yeah so i guess going back to i guess the type of work that we're doing now with like creating media and different um channels for people to really be proud of their indigenous uh, mm -hmm. identity and really see themselves reflected in you know our podcast or yeah. me or mm -hmm, your mm -hmm. album so I guess what would you say about like your your journey with creating this album and really if you took into consideration like decolonization and all that stuff mm -hmm. um John <laughs> John had a good like about that um, about kind of like the <laughs> kind of um, the idea of like uh, our identity and how that informs the music we write yeah or like how it's reflected through your music yeah, yeah. I think um, at one point uh, I when we were when we were writing some of these songs there was the fear that like oh if you use the Chamorro language then you like ostracize a certain audience yeah, yeah. and um one, I don't think that's true because, like, I listen to, like, you know, Mexican artists. I listen to, like, Brazilian artists. Yeah. I listen to, like, all kinds of songs that are not in, you know, that I don't necessarily understand the language. But I think it's it's important for people to not feel that way, that there's that there's this pressure for, like, the Western gaze, you know. And, like, um, I know Toni Morrison writes about that, about how she wrote specifically for a black audience. Mm -hmm. And that was important for her to do that. And um, I appreciate artists when they write from a very um, specific yeah. identity and, and they're telling a story mm -hmm. that only they can tell. And so for us, it was this challenge as how do we as Chamorro people who are still trying to learn our language, you know, go fapling zoo, like I said something the other day to my auntie and she made a face, but <laughs> 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 I 
I forgot what it was. It was like the difference between Mudzulang and Mudzamek. And she's like, no, Mudzamek mm-hmm. means it's completely broken. Mudzulang means it's like fixable. And I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I forgot. But um, but just that, like this fear that like, you know, we we need to appeal to like a Western audience because it's America and we, we need to make American music. And, you know, if you want to be popular. But I feel like um, that's been a challenge for us to incorporate Chamorro because it is a, s- a, a very specific perspective that we wanted to we wanted people to 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 see that and so like one of the songs we wrote to it's 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 based on this idea of like our being Chamorro people like we we were kind of taught growing up to not identify with other Micronesians and that mm-hmm. like he was saying like for a long time when when I was when I was growing up it, it kind of felt like uh, to say Chukis is like saying a bad word and like you really gotta like feel like oh understand there's something wrong with that sort of thing disposition. Yeah, yeah and the fact that we yeah. don't really like or we're 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 kinda taught to not identify yeah. we're in we're in with we're our in Micronesian the brothers and one sisters. Time and um this this old guy was like reading the paper. Um and uh it was it was something crime related and, and like uh I don't know if it was like a break in or like a a rape or something, but but the the dude the dude said, definitely micros for sure. It's a micro, you know. I'm like, yeah. Why, why do we have to like go straight to assuming that? So mm-hmm. And it's just and that for me was the real. I mean, not just that, but just just growing up as a Palauan kid and kind of always being torn between the identity of an American being mm-hmm. being from Guam, being proud to be an American, and also being a part of this larger family of Micronesia. And where do where do we fit in that? And so mm-hmm. we wrote. The song "I Am a Microchild" yeah. as a kind of declarative yeah. statement. Yeah. That it's was kind like of a challenge for other people too to like to like feel confident in declaring that. Uh, whether, well, I mean, it's uh, it goes back to what you were talking about how uh, it's it's writing from that specific place and uh, it's not necessarily for the Western gaze. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is music from from us for yeah. our people, and if other people can yeah. like take ownership of that identity and kind of in a decolonial way, then I feel like maybe we did something <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, I mean, the music is also Please for non-Micronesians <laughs> as well, but if yeah. they don't necessarily feel like they connect with it, then that's not, it's not for you. <laughs> yeah. Get out. And now all the emojis are like angry faces. <laughs> what? But yeah. So we, we wrote that song, I Am a Microchild, as kind of a it's also an ode to the Micronesian keyboard because uh, that's yeah. the sound of my childhood, <laughs> oh. our childhood. Oh, you know the Parker Yobe and the, you know, and then yeah, Bom Soro. <laughs> Come on, man, that's that's like a cha cha anthem, dude. And it's not even tomorrow, but <laughs> but um, yeah, our love for that sound and then kind of like our own experiences, like you know, with jazz and other things. And so we'll we'll like eventually write like one that's like a country like key MIDI keyboard style, you know. For yeah. The, for the Chamorro. Uh, yes. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll finally be accepted in the music community. <laughs> but uh, yeah, can we play this song? Yeah. That's okay, yeah. okay. This is called uh, Microchild. So I'm going to bust out not quite a Casio, but <laughs> it's like a diaspora Casio. Whatever it was, that was for real. Mm-hmm. 
Our full studio audience is a (laughs) 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 all of two people. (laughs) 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 Oh, McGaff bought our album, guys. (laughs) We're officially cool. (laughs) That's super fun. Yes, if you go on Bandcamp, um, you can buy our album for 10, ten bucks or more. yeah it's 10 bucks yeah. 10 person <laughs> or more it's like uh, in palau it's it's funny right cuz you know we do tsinsuli too like all micronesian cultures right but um they have like a setup like this at the funeral or at the wedding and then they they like announce they open the envelope and they say your name your family and how much you gave <laughs> i remember being at a funeral and i was like uh, grandma what are they doing Oh, they're announcing how much our family gave. And I was like, dang, there's no pressure. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're, you know you're obligated and your obligations. Like you, you, yeah. But then it's great because then you know exactly who's going to come to your funeral and how much they're going to give. So it's like, that's a great system. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there's no mystery. There's no mystery. <laughs> Jonathan and Shannon, $20. <laughs> so it's a... Uh, Ten dollars on Bandcamp if if you have that left over after taking care of this. Ah yes, <laughs> after <laughs> donating <laughs> to Fanatsu's Patreon, which you can find yeah. on their Instagram page. Help yes, the movement. Yes, direct link is there on the Instagram yes. page now. Yes. <laughs> um, so going back to your show, I mean, what I really liked about it too is how you guys k- 
came out and um, you really made it feel like we were in your house, especially with that stage setup. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, the invitation. It was kind of, we were trying to make it feel like people were um, listening to stories, like maybe at their grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Gumatato, he's a friend of ours, a uh, Chamorro singer, uh, teacher. He, um, <laughs> he, I asked him if I could borrow any of his furniture because his house was like built kind of right after the war, really old, you know, uh, wooden EFIT floor, kind mm-hmm. of one of those houses, right? So he has a lot of stuff from his his grandparents, and he lent me, I guess it was his nonna's chair. And his dad was watching the show, and he's like, hey, boy, <laughs> not your nonna's chair? You know, that's been in the family for a long time. And I was like, Andrew, yeah, no you didn't tell me. But, yeah, there was kind of a, there was a lot of that. So the spirit of, you know, we wanted it to feel like your nonna's house and kind of, you know, like how it is yeah. when, like, you're at grandma's house. No, I definitely felt that, yeah. Yeah, where <laughs> she starts talking about something. She doesn't give you any context. It's always like, you know, and uh, your auntie, right? And it could be, like, in the 70s when your auntie, like, did this thing. Or maybe it was last week. But they don't tell you. Like, <laughs> you're not privy to that knowledge. <laughs> so we kind of wanted people to feel that <laughs> way. <laughs> like, you know, just nonlinear kind of uh, the way the way stories are kind of transmitted in our in our culture and, like, about things yeah. do things i wanted it to feel that way but yeah. yeah for <laughs> sure and then yeah i think it really helped with the message you were trying to send to with the mm-hmm. album and then on top of that was the the action of michael child anthology too mm-hmm. and yeah i mean when shaban came out with that that first one that pretty much introduced you guys it was just like oh <laughs> what did she say about she us? I don't remember. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was having like anaphylactic shock. Anaphylactic shock. <laughs> 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 it was just, uh, yeah, I was feeling kind of like, um, you know, just the just the feeling of like, you, you know, the the stories that we've decided to tell are kind of like, you know, by nature, just bigger than us. And like, you know, we really wanted to represent, you know, um, my Palawan side as well as our Chamorro side mm-hmm. and just kind of um, all the things that our, our people are facing right now. And like yeah. when we did put out the album, different ones kind of were telling us, you know, this this feels like the timing of it, you know, just with everything that's been happening with the Dave Davis case, what's going on with the buildup. We're just, you know, our, our community, I do feel is is closer than ever. And like, you know, we're, we've become more united in our voice. But it's also very tiring. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the burnout is real. And, you know, I'm not a lawyer. I can't do what Julian does. I don't understand structure. I'm too high blood pressure. Like, <laughs> I'd be thrown out of court so yeah. quick. <laughs> but, you know, I, I know that, like, um, music is something that we've, you know, been called to do, you know, mm-hmm. for a long time. And I feel like if that's something that we can offer to our people as a way of... Um, not just coping, but like fighting these things that yeah. that seem to come at us from all different sides. Then I feel like I feel like that's a good place for us to be. Yeah, for sure. And I think you know we've talked before about trying to create more music so that we can make our people feel empowered. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. even motivate them or inspire mm-hmm. them to you know do something. Yeah, there and there are so many like tomorrow songs that you know for me like I didn't we didn't I didn't really start learning tomorrow until maybe three years ago 
like de- you know being more yeah, dedicated. Yeah, we're the same boat. Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> <was> like <laughs> Lawrence is so proficient, but um, no. <laughs> John was definitely going to Maget's classes I've way before I've been, me. I've been trying to learn for a long. But time. But then we started uh, dating, yeah. and then I guess I didn't realize. You didn't tell me that you were skipping tomorrow class to come <laughs> hang out with me. So first of all, that's not on me. <laughs> but it is. But it's this conscious effort, you know, and and um and I think what really did inspire us was the Chamorro music that we kind of grew up always hearing, but not really understanding mm. what the the messages were behind. You know, it was just stuff that we were familiar with. Yeah. But then everyone just sang Benti Uno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not really. He's like, wait, okay, this song is about being in prison. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like second grade, like walking around Benti Uno. <laughs> it's like, girl, you don't even know what you're singing. And it's like, it opens your eyes, you know, when you learn the language, you yeah. learn about our perspectives and, and all the different things that these artists were, um, you know, uh, responding to, like socially, yeah, like yeah, Johnny yeah. Sablan and like yeah. a lot of his tunes, they definitely did have like a cultural political message, yeah. you know, when you listen to songs like Green Revolution and just the way the land was being so heavily like industrialized mm-hmm. and, and uh, westernized. And, and I think of those artists and how they paved the way for us. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, okay, no pressure. <laughs> Not yeah. just not just those artists, but even even those like those like thousands of years of just ancestors paving the way for us to yeah exactly be here mm-hmm. yeah. and um and, uh, and it feels good to make music here like it feels good to make music in Guahan in Micronesia for our own people like I feel yeah. like you know we we did have a stint where we moved to LA and we you know did a recording project out there and um, you know. We were a part of that wave of Chamorros that came home for Festpack. <laughs> <laughs> the tail end of Festpack. I caught like the last day. But it was like this like cultural, you know, like this huge kind of surge, I think, for all of our people. Everybody was all of a sudden like, you know, wait a second. <laughs> we don't want to be Americans. We want to be Chamorros. <laughs> it's interesting that you said that too, because that was actually around the time I was in Seattle and I was like, I, I think I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> We were all being like summoned, you yeah. know. Like I feel like there was definitely. It was the Kulu, yeah. We it was the Kulu, it yeah. Like it was stirring. I think it was stirring. It was totally <laughs> Maget. It was all Maget. Maget blew the Kulu, <laughs> and we were all like, "Hungan." <laughs> but um, yeah, but just that, just that coming home, and then um, you know, all the songs that were born out at that time. You know, I felt like it was just the timing of it all. It was you know really important to tell these kinds of stories. Yeah. And I think it's important too that um, your Chamorro artists that are they're not necessarily using um, country music because a lot of people you know mm-hmm. when they think Chamorro music or Chamorro artists they automatically yeah. put them in this box like oh they're like country artists right or, or like cha cha artists yeah don't get us wrong okay go Zahu country oh, yeah San cha cha Patsy Klein okay Auntie Patsy those are the jams love her <laughs> yeah. You definitely want to free like Chamorro music outside of that box, and I guess in the same way, uh, free Chamorro culture. I guess I guess uh, indigeneity in general. Out, yeah, out of yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, like framed in a glass in a museum. You know, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. it's not in the past. It's here and it's now. And I think uh, that was also another thing we were trying to convey in our music is to uh, yeah, just uh, not modernize it, but you know, almost like give it a like diversify. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like. I think of so like people understand it in a in a context that's familiar to them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think of like the music that really speaks to me, and I feel like, man, if I could do something like that, but in my own language, yeah. you know, maybe there are other artists who can 
can feel the same way and feel inspired. It's like different access points, yeah. you know, like, like, um, you know, like it's not necessarily just young people. It's, it's other people too, you know, like it, it, as if you have as many access points as you can to hear the Chamorro language being sung or spoken or, you know, filmed or whatever, mm -hmm. just as many access points as you can, as many mediums as you can, then I think, you know, we have a better chance of uh, revitalization and, going forth. Plenty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you bought my album again, <laughs> Tatlu? Wow. Oh yeah, you can give it as a gift to other people. Um yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't realize you could do that. Oh, wait, Pagu? Pede, pede. Yes. I hope you only bought it after contributing to the Patreon. <laughs> He's going to keep plugging Fanatsu, <laughs> like, nonstop. John's I love a, it. John's a salesman. <laughs> he truly is. He doesn't get excited about too many things, guys, other than, like, Wendy's 4 for 4 and Fanatsu. <laughs> in, in that order. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, um, so you guys got one more song, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we do have some comments or questions. Even. Okay, sure. Wow, people have questions. <gasps> I hope they're not too hard. No, no, you <laughs> do. <laughs> Send Mac at. Oh, yeah, where do we play live shoot, regularly? That's so hard. That is so difficult. <laughs> uh, well, we play um, Karamatis. Mekalis. Uh, Mekalis. Well, Karamatis and Mekalis. We don't play anywhere, Matis. Wait, we don't. That's oh, wait, we don't. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> I'm speaking terrible tomorrow online right now. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a gig every Wednesday at Kitchen Lingo. We play happy hour from 5 to 8 um, in Hagatnya. And then on Thursdays, we play at Table 35 in Timunan from 7.30 to 9.30. And maybe we can put that on the, the link thingy for whoever asked. Thank you. Yeah. Was it my mom? <laughs> <laughs> my cousin. Oh, it was a Palawan. Woohoo! <laughs> Ali Adrabella. Yes. Gotta love gotta love the plow community here. And um from another question is what Chamorro recording artists have inspired you the most? Have you gotten to work with any of them? Ooh, that's a great question. Um Fungan, actually our most recent project we did um with Patrick Palomo and so we're in a jazz band with Uncle Pat. Uh, called Trade Winds, and we did release a, uh, an album called Hinengi last year, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. and so that was our jazz project. And I think um, that I think that song has like one or two of Johnny Sablon's tunes. Yeah, so uh, we he he asked that we uh, we sort of yeah re revitalize yeah, ref them or refresh yeah, them, and refresh. one of the tunes was "There's a Place in Micronesia," and he kind of uh, it's kind of like a Brazilian bossa nova kind of mm -hmm. sound, and I love that uh, Uncle Johnny was really doing a lot of, um, I guess he was making a lot, he was taking a lot of risks with Chamorro music. He was trying to, you know, um, create uh, a different sound, yeah. um, you know, exploring jazz, rock. Uncle, Uncle Jesse Bias too, he, uh, he expressed to us before like uh, some of the difficulties he faced when Him he and Uncle Patrick. Yeah, uh, kind of is, is similar to what we were talking about earlier, how uh, when he started like like uh, I guess modern in the '80s, right? Uh, when he started, <laughs> when he started Go giving Chamorro music green. a different context, like 
like uh, he, like he was approached by these by these like madamkus like this is not Chamorro music what you're doing like yeah like it's supposed to be like you said like all country countryfied and stuff and I and I was just really blown away by them and the way they were able to respond to that um, basically saying you know Chamorro do like yeah. <laughs> you know I'm Chamorro I'm making this music how yeah. is this not Chamorro yeah, if it yeah. comes from us it comes from our history it comes from the context that you know, we have as tomorrow people. So, you know, I, I think that's that's inspiring to us. And yeah, we did get to work with Jesse Uncle Jesse yeah. Baez on our next our project. Follow up album that's gonna be out uh, like Christmas time. Uh, yeah, maybe this tomorrow year? Christmas. Maybe you spend more money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give yeah. it as a Christmas gift. It was, it was such an honor to work with Uncle yeah. Jesse, yeah. and also with Uncle Pat always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But those are those are definitely our heroes. Um, so we have another one. Um, a little more political. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, recognizing our cultural similarities in regards to our specific place in, and region in the world. Mm. <laughs> How beneficial could it be to forge a political relationship between an independent Guahan and greater Micronesia? Mm. I, I feel like, I mean, as a, as a Palauan person and just um, kind of what I've witnessed, you know, being in Palau in an, in a and you know just the way that they kind of well they are politically independent you know um, I feel like it it doesn't the perspective is uh, a closer one I feel with the rest of Micronesia I feel like um, yeah kind of ironic how they they like they managed to like find a way to be closer even though they yeah and I and I think it's it's kind of allowing. How do I want to say this without sounding like an idiot? <laughs> That's a difficult question. But I feel like it's the idea of, of sovereignty and sovereignty. When you have sovereignty as a person, as a community, as a as a cultural group, you're able to you're able to like see the similarities you have with other sovereign people. I feel like um, that's something growing up like in Guahan and in Palau um, that I was Every time I was in Palau, it was always kind of confirming the things that I was feeling in Guam, you know, ar around my Chamorro family, and just seeing, seeing the the similarities and seeing how um, in Palau we've been able to preserve a lot more of the culture because of our sovereignty, and and that's the reason why I'm able to recognize systems of Tsinsuli and Chamorro as also being very much Palauan, um, also things that I've recognized in um, Marshallese. Families, you know, we have a lot of um, uh, the Marshallese uh, pastors are really close friend of my my dad's, and just the way they are such a close knit community, and the way they kind of practice their culture here. I feel like when you are sovereign, that you're you have the freedom to to take care of the things that that unite us the most as as Micronesians, and it's. Yeah, it's a it's a dream of mine. I noticed like this one thing like in Palau when I was there most recently. I saw a banner. Um, it was an advertisement for I think in all the schools they have Archaeology Week. I was like, man, how cool would that be if we didn't just have, you know, tomorrow month? <laughs> if we could have like tomorrow year and then within the year we could have you know, <laughs> Archaeology Month or you know I don't know music tomorrow dun dun you know tomorrow like month or something you know like. It's this idea they of did, like they did give us a year. Remember, I think it was was it last year or this year? 
Oh, that, that's right. This is Sakin Samoru, no? Something like that. The Year of Indigenous oh. Language. Kind of sad if you ask me. Ah, the oh, UN. Okay. Good old UN. <laughs> right, right. Tomorrow oh, yeah, Village can't right. be too tomorrow because, you know, you might. <laughs> okay. That's a whole other podcast, guys. <laughs> might have to write a song specifically about that. Why can't we be uh, tomorrow at tomorrow village? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. paved paradise. Yeah. They put up a firing range. Yeah. no. Yeah. Um, I hope that answered your question. I feel like it maybe didn't, but I'm so <laughs> sorry. Just like DM me, and I'll like. Ask Shaban, my little sister, to like write something <laughs> in response. <laughs> Mas gui. Yeah. But, um. um. So, did you guys want to play your last song? Sure. This song is called The Navigator, and it is about that. It's about our relationship yeah. um, with each other here in Micronesia. And I think that's something, man, that that's my dream, I think, for us as Chamorros here, is that we would be able to get to a place where we identify more with our sisters and brothers in the Marianas, in this region, because I feel like it, to me, it really encourages um, us to see, you know, fellow Micronesians speaking their language and Chamorros as well, and I feel like um, we can only be stronger through sovereignty. I think sovereignty only brings us closer. Anyway, the song's called Navigator. It's also like about, uh, are you saying? Well, uh, uh, because because the question was was like how how uh, it could make us more connected to the other uh, the the rest of Micronesia region. region. Yeah, yeah and uh, we are all connected by the ocean, right? It's it's in our our history and our culture to mm. to like navigate the sea, right? And uh, that's about right. everybody. All right. I mean, uh, <laughs> sorry. Wow, okay. No, no, no. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, Biba uh, <laughs> If you think about it, Palau from Guam, I think it's like 800 miles of ocean in between. Mm. And that's like, that's like the distance from... Washington to like LA or something. Is that, well, somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like it's really it not. It feels me. true. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact is that like we're more united than we are. <laughs> Separate, right? I was like, you're gonna finish that thought, right? <laughs> okay. No, you are. Oh, I did. Yes. Okay. Yes, this song is called The Navigator. <laughs> Show. 
<laughs> oh, we have to, we have to, we have to do a cha-cha ending for the drums. Oh yeah.
Ooh. We love a big question. Okay. John can, <laughs> again, your heights can answer. <laughs> uh, I probably can, but. <laughs> so, Jess is asking, in Crutch's songs like Benenu, Benti Unu, and I Prisoneru, amongst Ooh, yeah. others, we I can know where this is going. Many of the problems Chamoes deal with adjusting to get getting further away from the culture of mm-hmm. La Manana. Do you think people today can see those in songs that we listen to so much, the correlation between many of the social ills we have today, the loss of Chamoes culture? Wow. Americanization of our people. Hungan. Okay, uh, just we should just be interviewing you. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, Gulfman ahead. I feel like that was, that was the 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 social crisis, right, of the seventies. I mean, the way my dad expresses it, um, with the heroin epidemic, the things that were happening to Guam and our people, that were a direct result of. Um, colonization and the colonial systems of just you know exploitation i think for sure that that's exactly how we should view those songs uh i think um i hear those songs in a totally different context now Mm -hmm. that i understand our relationship with the u.s our relationship with um our culture and and the way our um our identity has really taken a toll just with all that's yeah. happened to us, you know, over thousands of years. But then truly in in just the last 30, 40 years, right, with the decline of Chamorro and that, how that yeah. wasn't like this super long ago thing, you know, yeah, this was a fairly recent, recent thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, totally. I feel like um, that's kind of our job as artists. I think, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, you need to separate the political and, and, and art and, you know, and I make art just, just for art's sake. But I think all art <laughs> from indigenous, indigenous people especially is political in nature, mm-hmm. just by nature of um, our histories and how we've lost quite a bit, you know, and, and, and it's been taken from us. And so I feel like for us that... That is what we want to write. We do want to write social music and music that resonates with people who um, are very much aware of of the social ills that our communities face. And to find hope in that. I think that's, um, you know, I think J.D. Crutch, you know, his songs were, you know, they were, they're difficult songs. The material is difficult, but I feel like there is an offering of hope, you know, and the fact that people still know those songs and sing them, I think, is also very hopeful. Yeah, and I think, you know, we need to remember, even though we may feel helpless yeah. in whatever mm-hmm. situations that are thrown at the Chamorro people, mm-hmm. there's still hope, we're still strong, we're still yep. we're still here. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to this podcast, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> you really are oh, still here, too. We've been through so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, think it's, I think that in itself is, is inspiring and it's pretty cool because um, Lawrence, I think you're the one that lent us your Chamorro Roots account. Yes, <laughs> online, <laughs> which is terrible. We should literally just subscribe, get our own subscription, and not yeah. bum off hey, of someone else's af- Chamorro after Roots that's subscription. That's, that's after Dispensa, <laughs> Senor Ponzalan. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pay um, for that subscription after. Uh, after we uh, <laughs> taking care yeah, of the yeah. but um, no, but it was super cool because as recent as like one month ago. Um, John, I guess through that um, that online genealogy uh, 
archive. He was able to like find all these connections to people that he had no idea about. Um, and so like, I mean, we're like, you know, in our gonna be in our thirties or late, late twenties and we're still discovering more about ourselves. And like, that is, that is such a source of hope that like, you know, you can know these things, you can know who you are and discover more about who you are through the language, through knowing your genealogy. And it makes you stronger as a person, and I hope that's something we can convey in the music, even digitally. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess before we end, did you guys want to talk about your album and then, or <laughs> just like promote? Uh, <laughs> nah, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, you can find our album on microchild.bandcamp.com. Uh, micro as in Micronesia, child as in Pakun. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, if you if you if you feel like um, you want to swing us $10, you can. Otherwise, you can just go on Spotify, like my cousins. <laughs> and you can put it in your Insta story, too. One of my, like, uh, O'Kara's girls, she's like, you know, you know the preteens, they know all about the, the cool things. You can, like, put our song on your Insta story, and, like, the lyrics will show up and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, like, people were doing that because it's been rainy season, and oh, we have a song called Utsan. Yeah, and I know! I was like, yes, Dave, it's the future. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Um, and thank you for supporting us. And, uh, yeah, thank you for having us on the show. And I guess before we go, please, uh, for you guys watching, if you haven't already visited our Patreon uh, site, it's uh, patreon.com slash fanatsu. And you can see all the tiers there, the Hatsuhugua Tulu, and uh, what comes with those tiers. And also... Um, again, on September 2nd, we have the Fanogi March uh, of Tomorrow's Self-Determination. <laughs> uh, Monday, September 2nd, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And we'll be, let me put that on the screen again. Uh, gathering at Adaloop and then marching to the district court and then back again to Adaloop. Uh, so please spread the word if you can. We really want to get uh, people to come out just to show that we're still here. We still deserve our rights as small people. <laughs> so, see just Masi again. Viva! Palazzo! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs>